think the whole episode should just be the fucking song. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just play that entire album front to back. Um, yeah, all right. Welcome to the podcast. Um, here I am, your host, Ice Pubes, here with my co-host, Sleazy E, and we are coming straight out of our bedrooms to say, fuck the police. <laughs> How's that for a drop? <laughs> Straight out of our white Midwestern bedrooms to <laughs> yeah, say exactly. fuck the police. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, yeah, it's who it, it's. Uh, I, I'm exhausted. Yeah, man. Me too. I, yeah. I I don't know how to keep up with the world anymore, and I'm I'm just I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping we get it figured out soon. Yeah, man, I'm definitely just kind of tired of this happening, you know, every, basically every week, and then it kind of just getting forgotten about until the next incident, and then I don't feel hopeful that, you know, things can change, because there are so many ignorant people out there that are trying to silence everything, and uh, I don't know, man, I don't know what to do, it's it's crazy. I, I think that, like, so me and Mitch spent a lot of time before we started recording today's episode. We actually wanted to rec- record a statement for last week's episode because we had recorded that one in advance. So it was going to sound like we weren't going to say anything at all. And <laughs> we we were both not okay with that. But we, we did spend quite a bit of time trying to figure out, okay, how do, how do we approach this in the right way? Mm-hmm. Because we can spend an hour, I mean, we could spend all day talking about all these issues but me and Mitch do truly feel that we're, I mean, we're in total agreement about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just, I, I just, I've never felt like the people who should really weigh in on it that heavily. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've said it before on the, on the podcast, we are not qualified to really speak of uh, a whole lot of like social justice issues. Um, we're not, prepared to talk about politics this is not a politics podcast um although sidebar if you think that this is a politics issue you're wrong um yes i <laughs> as soon as you said that i thought in my head i was like well maybe we are qualified to talk about it because it's pretty fucking simple right like yeah. don't just fucking kill people exactly yeah because they're black i mean it, i i think i think it's almost so astounding that it's hard for me to process at times mm-hmm. um but I know, I know with what happened with George Floyd and his murder, it makes me think back to Eric Garner um, because it was a very similar situation. I remember that when that happened, that was really insane to me because that I was like, well, there's a video like well, this is this will stop like I and I don't remember at the time, like the, you know, other instances that were occurring. It's just I remember with Eric Garner, like there was a vid- a clear cut video of I, it's the same fucking thing of him mm-hmm. saying I can't breathe, and they and they killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like, well, this this just won't happen again. Because how could it? Here's a fucking vi- a video in color. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> with audio. Like I'm. I don't understand how. I, I don't understand how it's it's the same thing. Right. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure what to say. I guess the the biggest thing I'll I'll, I'll say about it, I kind of had this. Uh, uh, I I I was talking to a friend about it, and I kind of came to the conclusion. I thought I put it a really good way. I said, um, there there's so much that we need to do right now. We're in such a bad place. Um, so many things we need to fix. Um, 
but I feel like I'm helpless about it because I'm one person. I'm in, not in a leadership position. Uh, I'm a white guy that doesn't, you know, fully understand the capacity of what it's like to be a black person in America. Um, I, I can just see that something is massively, massively wrong. And I feel like I'm on a beach. So picture this, you're on a beach looking out at the ocean, all that water in front of you, it just never ends. And then someone gives you a straw and says, here, kid, drink this. Like, I don't know how. Like, there's, that's way too big of a task for me. But I, I, I think the, the point of this is, like, we're, we're, we have to start by doing something, and something is to at least talk about it and not ignore it, not just acknowledge that there's a problem. Yes, and um, I think you're right, Mitch, because honestly, I think I kind of sat down today and I was like, I don't, I want to read this statement and just make it clear that we have a stance on it. And obviously, I I don't want to ignore it, but I didn't want to talk about it at all. Right. And then I think you kind of swayed me because you're right. I guess I realized like, well, this is what we do anyways. We have a podcast. I mean, we're still not going to do a whole episode because we're not, we're not that smart. Mm -hmm. Um, However... Yeah, we're going to talk about it because it would be dumb not to. Right, right. It would be it would be dumb to not say it. Um because yeah, I mean it's just it's it's fucking and I and I think like it, it is hard for me to process. Like I cannot come to grips with it. Mhm. And I think that's been the trouble for myself the past week, so I I guess I haven't really known what to say or how to feel it's um yeah i think i'm angrier about it than i realize at the moment and i think i'm just trying not to explode mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> into i'm trying well, to be temperamental yeah well it's to the point where i mean i am i am more angry about it now than i have been because it's starting to happen like in my hometown like i had some friends that went to the uh, protest in fort wayne you might have saw i posted about it on facebook and um so basically i i talked to them got the whole story and essentially what happened was there was a peaceful protest like two three hundred people in downtown fort wayne that were you know protesting police brutality by just, you know, standing there holding up signs. And um, essentially, uh, after a couple hours of that, the Fort Wayne Police Department came in and tear gassed everybody and basically tried to incite a riot when there was no riot. Like, and... And now, like, it's because I have friends that were tear gassed, it's becoming personal. So I know that's probably not the way you should think about it, but now I'm taking a bit more seriously. Well, I do think that I, I will say that maybe the only thing I can I can actually weigh in on is I think that's the difference is that people went out to protest this mm-hmm. and it popped off. And I think that it's really easy to blame be, because, you know, some of the protests did kind of turn into riots. But that's the whole thing, though, right, is a lot of that blame is being shifted on the, the people out there who are rioting. Mm-hmm. But they were also the ones there trying to protest, and then their their friend gets hit in the face with a rubber fucking bullet or something. Right. And then they're like, well, okay, now this is, we're going to burn this shit down. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, and I think that's happening across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people are like, well, hold on, wait a minute now. So, I, I think that's what it is. It's becoming more and more personal for people, which, which I... I 
I think is only a good thing in the sense that now people are becoming more invested into it right, because now right. they're like, oh, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah, no, this is fucked up. Yeah. Because you're right. Because it's it's like a lot of the blame is just going to the people protesting. But it's like, well, I'm not sure that the police can't. Why can't the police handle two to three hundred people? Like That doesn't seem it's happened before and been right, fine. Right. So now are they why are they rolling in? freaking black ops style and just you know or i guess i I was also thinking like why do they have to show up at all fort wayne people are aware that there hasn't been any like huge viral george floyd cases in fort wayne but they're protesting like the first off like the minnesota police department which the fort wayne police department doesn't really have to take that you know personally because they're protesting the idea of police brutality not necessarily the fort wayne pd because i I don't know of any like issues like that. I'm sure they exist, but I don't know, man. It's crazy. I was also going to talk about, it's kind of funny that this happened like a week after we were sitting around and uh, apparently we found out that we had a negative review on our podcast, <laughs> so uh. which uh, made us laugh. Um Man, I don't know how to, how to go about this, but I kind of just want to say it, it, it's fun. The reason I bring it up is because um, basically the extent of the review said that we spend too much time talking about politics and bashing Republicans, which is just not true. The difference is we do talk about social justice issues, um, but I don't think, yes. like like you said, we said earlier, that's not a partisan issue. Um, you know, Republican, Democrat, I think we can all agree that we should love other people and not murder them because of the color of their skin um and he also said that eli has too much white guilt which definitely made me cringe it's like i uh. (laughs) so from my perspective we just we had our buddy well it was garrett it was our a1 since day one Mm -hmm. uh mentioned a review and sent it to us and I and I went and read it and it was and it was our first kind of like negative review of the podcast mm-hmm. um and I was kind of like okay well this can be kind of interesting but yeah we I we read it and at the time I found it fucking hilarious because to me it was just so funny I'm like this guy does not get the po-. I mean I appreciate any you know constructive criticism you might have but it wasn't very constructive it was just yeah. kind of like oh well, this this guy's a little bit too woke um, yeah, he did say you were too woke, which I think is not even possible. But and, anyway, and all this stuff, and then uh, I did kind of have a thought today before we sat down and record, and I I don't want to draw attention to this person, but I guess I just want to say you can call me woke and say I have white guilt, but then a, a few days fucking later, uh, cops yeah. killed a black man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so I guess if I come across that way, that's why. And I do have white <laughs> guilt. Thank you very much. I am because I'm fucking privileged. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So same, the best thing here. I could do is acknowledge it. I don't know what that means. I don't I, I don't know how to handle that, but I am. I, the best thing I could do is just acknowledge it and just not pretend like it doesn't exist. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So but it, but I did have that thought. No, you can absolutely keep this fucking in. Yes. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I don't even remember. I think actually I was talking to my buddies about it. I was like, I don't even remember what I fucking said. I didn't <laughs> say anything that radical. Yeah, no, like, we have never, we have never like taken too much of a stance in terms of, you know, politics on this. I, I think that was the whole thing is the whole podcast centered around the two of us 
having deeper conversations, having like a deeper connection as friends, and then just kind of documenting that mm-hmm. um, was was the brainchild of the whole thing. So it's like, yeah, we're not we're gonna go on. We have an episode called Tangents where literally <laughs> it just went off the rail. It's like. Look, I'm sorry you wanted to listen to us talk about 90s sitcoms, uh, <laughs> but there was racism in the 90s, too. So I guess, exactly. sorry, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, I think, yeah, that we, we about beat that dead horse, so. Yeah, um, I, th- I think I think the only thing I, I maybe want to end it with is just, um, Uh, honestly, I think it's that. It's just some slight, slight, slight silence because I really don't know what to say. And I think that's maybe why we're not going to take a whole episode to talk about everything, which we, I would like to only just to pay the respect or the homage to, you know, figuring some of this shit out. But unfortunately, um, at this time, I have nothing. Yeah, well, same here, man. And I think you you said it well. Like we, the reason we're not going to talk too much about it is because we're not going to. You and I are not going to be able to solve anything. We're not the leaders in leadership positions by any means. And also, like you said, we are privileged white people um, that just need to take a minute to sit back and listen and learn to yes. the black people that are going through it. So now is not the time to, you know, get state, on a state a position. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think listening is going to be a really, if if you are a white person, I think listening is probably the best thing you could do right now, mm-hmm. is, or, or at least something you can do. And I think that, yeah, I think that is what I'll be doing. I'll be doing a lot of listening, which I already yeah. have, but I will continue right. to do so because, yeah, I, I have no ability to process this fully. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, with that being said, um, I think we'll get into the normal dick jokes that you're used to. <laughs> All right. Continue. All right. Um, so, Mitch, I need a beer, so let's get into what you're drinking. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's drink, shall we? What are you drinking, Mitch? All right. Oh, shit, it exploded on me. Oh, shit, that... That did. That, that had a high level of explosion. Ah, man. It wasn't going to stop. Oh, my God. It's still going. <laughs> uh, Mitch is I drinking did, a bomb. I didn't shake the shit or anything. What the <laughs> shit? I hope it's called something like carbonation meltdown. Oh, you're going to love it. You're carbonation love up it. your ass. <laughs> Enema. I just hope it's called Enema. Um, I did want to say real quick, and I mean, you can cut this out if you want to, but it, it when you were talking about your metaphor of like you're standing on a beach and looking out at a vast ocean, in my head, my analogy was I'm standing on a beach looking at a vast ocean of cops beating the shit out of black people, <laughs> and then somebody gives me a straw and says, here, drink this. <laughs> Um, yeah, I need and to I don't work know on to that do. analogy a bit more. <laughs> well, no, just in my head, like I was, I thought that's where you were going to go with it. No, the analogy is basically just like, this is so much bigger than you and I. And yeah, um, no, yeah, no, the analogy I, totally <laughs> made sense. I just, in okay. my head, turned it into <laughs> yeah, right, right. An, an even more fucked up analogy. <laughs> right. Well, I, the, the, yeah, it needs workshopped a little bit more because I originally told, told my friend that and he was like, why would you want to drink ocean water? That's disgusting. 
I don't know. Just all right. Anyway, um, okay. So the beer that I just uh, destroyed is called. It's aptly called "Deal with the Devil." Uh, apparently, because when you open it, you're risking your eternal salvation. Um, <laughs> that can uh, is. I want to say that can is dope, dude. This is why I picked it out. The can is so cool. 18th Street Brewery. It's got a uh, little devil on it. It's got a pentagram. Um, some really metal vibes. Um, and it's, it says, uh, our, "Our fiendishly delicious pale ale is back and sporting a new look. Coming in at 8.5 percent, this brew is low in bitterness but huge in tropical flavors." So. And it is it is delicious. I, I had uh, I had a lot of the foam when it was spilling all over me, um, and it definitely tastes like I'm getting some pineapple vibes. Some, some that tropical fruit is definitely there. And also, there may or may not have been an actual demon in the can. There absolutely was a demon in the can. <laughs> Satanus. So, <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So, what about you? What you drinking? So I have another little interesting frozen treat today. Ooh. Straight out of Hawking Hill. Uh, <laughs> take that again. Straight out of Hawking Hills. Um, I am drinking one of their peach wine, wine slushies. Ooh, that sounds delightful. That, my mother, is pretty much critical to their existence, actually. <laughs> um, I may have talked about it before, but yeah, they had went away. And she basically, like, wanted them and then figured it out. Yeah, them. I think you told me about that at your house. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, because I was I was blown away, though. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my mom basically <laughs> works for their fucking R&D department at this point. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's literally just peach wine, a little, little frozen slushy form. Yeah. And I've had it before, which is why I'm drinking it. This shit is made with real peaches, because that tastes... Literally like peach juice. Ooh, nice. And I'm not being hyperbolic at all. Yeah. It tastes amazing. It tastes like actual. That's what I love. I love that about it. Um, I love like alcoholic drinks that incorporate like actual fruit flavors. Um, like I actually just had a, uh, a one of those Bud Light seltzers last weekend, and I was blown away. I mm. had the strawberry one, and it actually tasted like strawberries. Like it didn't taste like the strawberry or whatever White Claw, where it's like oh, they put some strawberry flavoring in there. You could taste like the bitterness of a strawberry has, and it's just. It was delicious. It's probably not a good, you know, thing to bring up while you're talking about this nice, fancy peach smoothie, but... (laughs) (laughs) This this peach wine smoothie. Um, No, totally. Like, at this point, I'm just like, White Claw sucks. Like, they're way better of those seltzers and everything. Exactly. I, um... Um... I'm going to probably try to get my mom to hook you up with some of these because I know you and Erica would love these. I'm I'm sure I would. That sounds fantastic. Because these all, I mean, this really is like, and I taste the wine too, but it's not pungent. Yeah. So it's like, it's not killing me with alcohol, um, but this really does taste like a peach. Um, is it one of those things that like comes in a bag and you just freeze it? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Mm. And... I have a Corona on deck. Ah, nice. Good call. Good call. Because it's one of my favorite summer beers. One of my least favorite international pandemics. However, one of my favorite <laughs> beers. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a bummer. Um, all right. So let's get into the next portion. I'm so excited. Um, we're going to do a lightning round, but 
I have a surprise. Oh. I brought a guest. I've, I've had a guest here with me the whole time, and you have no idea. Oh, I don't. So we are going to introduce our next guest for the lightning round. Here we go. I'd like to welcome my friend, Snoop Dogg. Jabba dabba do, it's your boy, Big Snoop Dogg. Oh, thanks so much for being here, Snoop Man. It's so so awesome to have you here on the podcast. Um, yeah, I've been I've been looking forward to this for a while. You texted me and uh, said that yeah, you've been listening to the podcast and you wanted to join. Um, so I'm I'm so glad we were finally able to make that happen, man. So it's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and a treat to be here again with you. No, man, the pleasure is all mine. I swear. Um, I do got to say though, um, we were supposed to start recording the podcast like an hour ago, man. When you, we were kind of waiting around for you, what happened there? Hey, shut the fuck up, nigga. I'm here, nigga. Be happy i'm here and ask some real questions all right i'm sorry man sorry sorry I'm, I'm thrilled you're here i'm thrilled you're here don't get me wrong but i mean you kept us waiting for like way too long i'm sure the listeners would just want to know like what took you so long i was late because i went to go get some chicken wings that's why i was late <laughs> ah chicken wings all right yeah that makes sense <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> How hard did you work on this? I worked on this for a really long time. <laughs> it's like that's, I'm just kind of like, I mean, I couldn't hear it very well, but I'm just kind of like, is Snoop Dogg actually fucking there? Like, how did Snoop he Dogg do is here. And, uh, man, I couldn't be more thrilled about it. Um, Snoop, one of the things we do on this show is uh, we always have a, we always drink a beer and then review it. I, got, I poured a gin and juice for you. Would you like one? Gladly give you a dollar for it. You don't need to do that, man. You're a guest in my house. It's absolutely free. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the questions. Question number one. So, you have famously had a few beefs with some uh, rappers. Would you like to talk a little bit about your beef with uh, Suge Knight? No, I don't. That's a bummer. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got to start running these by me, man. (laughs) He got. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. All right, question number two. Snoop Dogg, what is your favorite animal? A dragon, and I puff like the dragon. I must be Puff the Magic Dragon. That's a very, very well thought out response, Snoop Dogg. Um, question two. What is your favorite food? Beef jerky or oh, hot dogs? All right, beef jerky and hot dogs. <laughs> Beef jerky and hot dogs. Would you like to elaborate on that a little more? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Question three. When you go to a bar, um, what is your go-to, like, drink order? Cranberry juice, uh, Minute Maid fruit punch, water. Oh, um, that's kind of a letdown. I really thought you were going to say, like, you know, something cool like Hennessy or gin and juice or something with alcohol in it. Hell no. It's, it's certain things that I do to keep myself, you know, in tip-top condition. Because right now I'm being challenged right now. That boy Wiz Khalifa wearing my ass out. All right, man. I get that. I get that. Look at you being good and everything. Uh, all right. Well, th- man, thanks so much for coming out again. This has been awesome. Uh, before I let you go, I just wanted to let you know, me and Eli are actually musicians. Um, what do you think about us doing, like, some sort of collab together? Would that be awesome? I like that. Look out. Let's make, let's make some music, man. Get with me. Let's get in touch with each other. We'll do that, man. I'm very much looking That's forward to our, for our collab with Snoop Dogg. Uh, man, it's been awesome having you. Next time I'm out in uh, L.A., I'll have to swing by. You are more than welcome to come to my house. You just got to get a ticket and come see me. Get at my partner. He'll let you know how to get through the you know, door. Once you get through the door, you get past the dogs, you get past the dogs, and you get to me. 
That sounds awesome, man. I, I appreciate it, man. Good, good seeing you again. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> any, bye, any, bye, Stoop. Fi- <laughs> any final words? I, I think I'm just too starstruck right now. So I think. <laughs> t- yeah, you, you don't. You don't have anything you want to ask him. Uh, 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 I don't have anything to ask. I'll just say uh, I respect that you uh, are such a big hockey fan. Uh, that's dope. Um, uh, I like when you did that uh, reggae album and nobody <laughs> else did. I, I kind of really like it. Man, I just love y'all for being down with me and staying true to what you do. And uh, I'm just here to have a good time. Thanks for the love. That's <laughs> <laughs> That worked out pretty well. All right, one, one, final, uh, one final word from Snoop Dogg. If you could leave us with one thing, what is it? These nuts in your mouth. All right. All right. Little, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> a little harsh at the end, but I get it, I guess. Oh, wow. my God, dude. What an awesome lightning round, man. We have our second celebrity guest. First was Shaq, and Shaq. then Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg came and joined us. Man, that was a blast. What a good guy. So... There's an element to this that is that is even funnier now that I think about it. <laughs> because I brought up the hockey thing because in NHL 20, he is a guest announcer in that game. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So you'll be playing a game of hockey, and then all of a sudden, Snoop Dogg will start talking. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And the same exact thing happened now. <laughs> Where all of a sudden... I- Snoop Dogg is, is just awesome. talking to me. Uh, I thought you were going to say the added element that is even funnier to consider is me watching Snoop Dogg interviews for like two hours yesterday. Well, that's <laughs> why. Like, I, oh, that's a pretty good sound clip. Well, that's why I asked because you like have a script. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, my hey. God. I, I'm not sure how much bigger we can go. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Well,. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Where, where do we, where do we go from here? I'm not sure. Um, we need to get on. We need to get on that Snoop track. Flyovers. Yeah, yeah. He said if we're gonna make it happen, man. We're gonna collaborate. That's that's. <laughs> God, <fucking laughs> so stupid. I definitely should have ran that by you. That was so dumb. Oh no! I, I mean, I love it because it was crazy. <laughs> what did he say? Like, what's your favorite beef jerky? What the <laughs> beef interview? jerky? Hot dogs. <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh. All right. Let's get into the way you're thinking, man. We've been beating around the bush for too long. Yeah, we've, we've been taking <laughs> woo, we, a long, twisted journey to get here, which, coincidentally, is a little bit of the topic today. Yeah. I so today, like there. we're going to talk about adventures. And I want to know what Mitch is thinking or has thought. Or will think about adventures. So I don't really know why it was on my mind. It just came to me, and I wanted to. I wanted to talk about like why, as like a human species, do we sort of crave adventure? Like why? It's kind of a part of our society. It's, well, it's a part of. It's just a part of humans is going on an adventure or discovering something new. You know, that's why there's like explorers and scientists and. You know, and I and I guess like I kind of wrote a thing like uh, a, a note like uh, to leave and venture into the unknown is something that man has done since the beginning of time. So I guess that is a really interesting thought to me. 
like what do we think like kind of causes this like what part of us what what is built into us to need to adventure i mean i, I kind of look at this podcast a little bit as like an adventure right like we just mm-hmm. we wanted to create things together a lot of things we did didn't work i mean it's i mean we've really been doing knuckleball for uh, probably like five years or something ridiculous yeah. like that like mm-hmm. You know, so it's just been one big giant adventure, and then all of a sudden we we did the podcast, and it it worked better than we thought, and then um, and, and then we've continued to do so. So the whole podcast has been adventure. I mean, we've had crazy different episodes, um, and and I think like I don't know, I feel like we've bonded through the adventure. Like I I think that you know you and me have like a a really weird understanding of each other now because we talk to each other. We we have documented conversations of about fifty hours of conversation. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I guess that's kind of where I wanted to start with all this is like what do what do we think causes that? Yeah, no, that's an awesome question. Um, I guess to kind of like think out loud here, um, there's a there's like an innate sense of wanting to do something different, something like special. Um, everybody wants to be special and. Uh, do something that no one's ever done before. Um, so I think that's why we kind of have this thing in us to want to go on these so-called adventures, um, even if they're not super exciting or anything like we'll get to later. But um, we just, yeah, we just want to do something. What, uh, what I, when you ask me like any adventures I, I've been on, I guess my, uh, my initial thought was like what I wanted to say was I have a pretty low bar for adventure because what I consider adventure is uh, essentially just going to bed at night knowing that you did something that day that you didn't expect to do when you woke up that morning like kind of just like call it you know spontaneity just you know just something that's outside of the norm of your typical day yeah no i i think that's fair because i i would kind of consider that like an adventure like i don't think like an adventure needs to be something extravagant or major but i do think that like you know it it's it's a it's a thing where I think an adventure can best be kind of categorized as like it's a little bit more about the journey than the destination. Yeah. So it's kind of the things you go through and just to get a little nerdy with it, it's kind of like the Tolkien-esque journey yeah. where there's unlikely heroes, There, there's a character arc there, there's things that is changed uh, by the hero and the journey. Um, and it's less about where everybody ends up and it's more about the path you took to get there. And I think like spontaneity is a good way to put that because you don't always expect to. And, and then Tolkien, that's a big part of it, right? You know, he rolls up to Bilbo. Hey, you want to, we, we need, we need you. You want to come? And Bilbo's like, well, I'm a hobbit. Um, (laughs) uh, I like the Shire. Is it? dead on just token explanation you right now it. Yeah, <laughs> i'm you doing a really it. good job <laughs> um so yeah well yeah no i th- i think you're i think you're right well here's here's where we're going to go next we're going on a little mini adventure in, in my yes. in my brain which is terrifying um is there an adventure that comes to mind that is one of the coolest adventures you've went on is there anything that sticks out that you're that you're like that was that was a journey that was a sojourn yeah yeah um 
probably the the coolest uh, you know adventure. I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna use that word loosely again because, like I said, I haven't been on these extravagant you know uh, hunting trips or anything like that that most people would consider an adventure. Um, but I, I, you know, based on my understanding of uh, an adventure, um, it's you know doing something kind of like spontaneous and not really having any plans. Like you said, it's more about the journey. Um, and one story really comes to mind. Um, Actually, probably one of the coolest days that I look back fondly on um, was just going to Chicago with my brother and my dad, and we set out. We set out on this adventure to eat at a, at as many Chicago restaurants as we could in one day. So we were only there for like a day trip. We didn't really have any plans. We had a list of like some restaurants we wanted to go to. Um, and we we just went there. We we got like a bus pass, and it was such a cool experience for me too because I had never like been a part of this like you know <laughs> urban life where like I'm you know I've never been to a city that big. I didn't understand how the subway system works, so I'm just like yeah, well screw it. I'm with my dad, and my brother. What's the worst that could happen? So we bought these uh, you know subway tickets that you know ten dollars for the whole day gets you anywhere you want to go so we didn't have any plans we're just like yeah we're gonna buy a ticket see what happens you know get off at a random stop and see if there's any cool restaurants and we did that like all day and it was amazing it was one of the best days of my life we ended up eating at like nine restaurants in one day um i I ate way too much food um but it was just a blast because it was one of those things where like we, we we don't have a goal we're just gonna go have fun and see what happens you know um and it's cool. And, and, and one of the cool things about it is that, like, since we didn't have a set destination, we were allowing ourselves to just kind of like journey around the city of Chicago. Um, and I discovered like the coolest bar I've ever been to in my life just because we happened to be walking by it. And I was like, yeah, hey, let's just go in and see what it's all about. It was a bar that had like, like video games and stuff in it, but it also had batting cages, which was amazing. Oh, <laughs> so, huh. yeah, I was, yep, I just drank a beer and. Hit some hit some baseballs. It was a blast. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I I th- but I think that is that's really interesting. That I I think that kind of like exemplifies where you know it was less about like going to a particular place. I mean, your destination was kind of Chicago, but your adventure was kind of like it. It was centered around we want to eat a bunch of Chicago food. Yeah. And then you kind of just went through chicago randomly (laughs) exactly (laughs) no that's that's really interesting um mine is a little bit more uh well mine involves the wilderness so here's what happened to me i woke up one day and my stepdad came into my room and he said look get a get a backpack get a canteen get a knife get a compass and anything that you might need to go on a long hike and meet me downstairs in 10 minutes (laughs) okay that's amazing (laughs) so i did that and we kind of like load up and we just kind of have like i don't it, it this was a long time ago so i don't remember a lot of the details but i did i had like a little pack and i had like you know like my my canteen and i had all this stuff like ready to go and and i had no idea what was happening so he drives us out in, like, the middle of bumfuck Ohio. I mean, I'm talking we parked in a cornfield, got out, and then he, he and he has a map. So he, he lays out this map, <laughs> and he's like, all right, we're here. We got to go here. And pointed at these two points on a map. And he said, you got to help me 
do this. So he's basically trying to teach me how to read a map, which I never yeah. learned. I, and I, use I, a compass. It, it, no, yeah, it's like he, you know, so we were doing that. But, I mean, brother, we walked for six hours. And I'm not <laughs> even exact. This was an all-day thing. We walked and walked across the Ohio countryside. Jeez, yeah. Just hiking away, trying to learn how to navigate. And we come to a creek. So the whole destination was this creek. And then he actually has all the stuff to mine for gold like the pan and the shiv and everything. Yeah. So then he just, we got out in the creek and he taught me how to just go down in there and just mine for gold. And that is so, so much better than my story. <laughs> and then I'm just out there mining for gold. We didn't find gold, but I do believe we found fool's gold. Okay. Which I did, I did have for a long time. Um, so yeah, but it was, it was the reason I think it sticks out so much in my mind was it was the first time I think in my life where I was just out literally just roughing it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we're just hiking across Ohio through what I assume to be private property now that I look back at it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, just this crazy long adventure and we had to walk all the way back. And I mean, it was just like quite the journey. I guess, but it was really cool because I think it's like, especially when you like have to travel that way too, when you're just walking for hours and hours, um, you take a lot of time to breathe stuff in. Mm-hmm. So I think like that to me was a perfect example of it was less about like, and I didn't ask a lot of questions. Um, and I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't have that like personality to, to do so because it was like, I was just enjoying doing it. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, like, just such a cool bonding moment. And just to, you know, I think that's a really cool thing that every parent should do at some point. Kind of, like, take your kid out and teach him how to, you know, do stuff you should know how to do. Like, you know, read a map, use a compass, fish. That that sounds so cool, man. Yeah, and yeah, and that's a little bit of what it was. But, yeah, it was, like, well, and plus, like, I have such a vivid imagination, and, and as a kid, I mean, it was off the charts, so I was like, yeah. I was just having such a cool experience, just humping it through the <laughs> fucking woods yeah, in Ohio in, like, a hot summer day, and no, yeah, I was just, my mind was, like, going wild, because it was so cool to me, and, like, you know, we get to the creek, and I, like, you know, rolled up my pants, and I was in the creek, because I was all yeah. hot, and I'm, like, fishing, <laughs> you know, I'm, like, trying to, like, <laughs> mine for gold right Um, yeah it was it was a trip it was a trip yeah that's that's awesome man yeah so well that's that's kind of what i wanted to talk about but i have i have one more little curveball to throw at you so here's what we're gonna do mitch we've shared we've shared our own individual adventures i want to between you and me figure out an adventure for you and me to go on. Oh, okay. I like that. And before this summer is out, you and me are going to go on this adventure. Together? Together. Yes. And I want to incorporate it back to the podcast. I don't really know what to do. I almost kind of wanted to vlog it. I wanted to like, you know, do it for everybody because we're, because mm-hmm. I don't know when it will happen. So I'm making this statement now, but we will do it before the end of the summer. We will go on an adventure. And what I want to do is at least attempt to somewhat get an adventure together between the two of us so okay I, I i'm i'm putting you on the spot a little bit here because i didn't prepare you for this part because i have a couple ideas 
um, that I'm going to try to run by you. But I want us to try to figure out an adventure that we're going to go on this summer. Okay. Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. Okay. So I have a couple. Um, mine are very like nature hiking oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, less so about the destination. Um, one I have that I'm interested in doing is I want to take you to Fort Hill in Ohio and hike Fort Hill. So okay. we, um, I, we've talked a little bit about a difference between Indiana and Ohio and that is Indian mounds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so apparently Ohio chock full of them, Indiana, they got shit. Apparently they got nothing. <laughs> they yeah. got nothing apparently. <laughs> um, Fort Hill is the largest like man-made hill ever. Okay. <laughs> or, or something along that guards. I don't know a lot about it, which is also kind of why I want to go, but it's this big giant fucking native american hill that they actually made as a fortification Hmm. and this this thing is like 300 feet in the air yeah and you have to hike all the way up this fucking giant hill it's a big plateau and you can when you drive by it you can see it like miles and miles away out there in the distance so i wanted to walk all the way to fort hill and then walk up it that seems a little bit much. I'm definitely <laughs> down to go drive and just spend a day going on an adventure through Fort Hill and learning about uh, it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, um, I was w- when you mentioned that. I w- my first thought was like camping for some reason. I think it would be fun to just go camping with you, like set up a tent and see what happens. Kind of like what your dad did. Like, let's not really bring a whole lot of food. Just bring a bunch of beer. And uh, I'm not gonna say like let's you know fish and eat the fish like i don't know how to do that but um (laughs) just rough it man really rough it i yeah well so i had another idea okay bring it on this one's a little bit weirder but i think it kind of incorporates the two so mitch you know i love pokemon of course i'm a big proponent of pokemon go i don't know i i do want everybody to take a moment and think back to a few years ago that summer when pokemon go came out and the world was a beautiful place and people were chasing down charizards (laughs) left and right and it was we we were pissing off old white people because we just wanted to play (laughs) pokemon go right right i miss that time well what i have always wanted to do is actually go on a pokemon go adventure and what i mean by that is is I literally want to like pack a bag for the day, get my phone, get extra batteries, whatever I might need, and just go fucking play Pokemon Go and just travel. Just hit a bike path and just go, man. Wind up in a new city, go around, hit their Pokestops, take a breather, <laughs> go hit the next, go hit the bike path, hit the next city, and just go on a Pokemon adventure and like. I, I have a I have such a child childlistic dream of just like camping under the moonlight, like catching Pokemon, and then it's yeah, you yeah. know get up like basically reenact Pokemon, basically <laughs> like the show, like basically just go on a little bit of a Pokemon Go adventure. Yeah, okay, that could be cool too. Yeah, kind of incorporates it. Yeah, on your on your end, um, not a lot of investment, not super jazzed about right. the Pokemon part. <laughs> right. I would I would definitely be, that's a good point. I would definitely be down to drive around with you to all these different places. I don't give a shit about Pokemon, but I am there for you in spirit. <laughs> yeah. And also and also physically, I'm there with you, but I just won't be caring too much about the Pokemon aspect. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that but that's kind of like I guess in my mind what my mind immediately jumps to is like going on like an all day trip kind of a thing 
mm-hmm. um, where we either hoof it or we or we drive somewhere and then hoof it. I don't know, or and camp overnight maybe. Um, yeah, I wanted to do something like that. Yeah, that could be awesome, man. I love that. Is there is there anywhere that you've wanted to really go but never have gotten a chance to? Um, not really. Like within a realistic drive from here, um, not that I can think of. Okay. Um, I I definitely am on board though. I think that it should be like you said something kind of like in the wilderness, kind of like naturistic, could be really cool. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be an element that you and me like haven't got to experience together. Like, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of a country farm boy, a little bit. You <laughs> yep. got a little, you got a little redneck in you, so you're used yes, to sir. it. And I was just kind of a weird. Um, I'm not sure really what I was. I, um, who's the Unabomber? Ted Kaczynski. Ted I Kaczynski, had a little yeah. bit more of a Ted Kaczynski vibe, where I would go out <laughs> into the woods and like craft a little like fort and i would like keep mementos <laughs> out there and maybe maybe a weirder a less weird thing is like fort buyers from stranger things i kind of there you go yeah yeah i did shit like that as a kid just did weird yeah only child stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Where>? <laughs> no you're exactly right weird only child shit yeah. yeah right whereas i actually had a you know an equally as redneck brother if not more so where we would go to the woods but we would just like ride four wheelers and stuff which is a blast by the way i want to take you four wheeler riding someday <laughs> it is it is i i uh my mom and her boyfriend actually got these electric bikes. And I have never seen these things before. And I just thought they had bikes. Like, they're like, yeah, we got new bikes. And I was like, okay. And they're like, yeah, it goes up to like 20 miles an hour. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And they show them to me. And they're these little bikes that are basically tiny motorcycles. Well, tiny's not the right word because these things are fucking giant. They're tiny yeah. in motorcycle comparisons, but yeah, it's got a throttle, and you hop. It's got gears. You hop on, fucking hit the throttle, and it it just got a motor, and you just zoom. <laughs> huh. I took it out in their fucking backyard, dude. I was zooming through. Like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. It was the. It was actually really really fun. Um, but yeah, I only went ATV, in, oh four wheeling. Yeah, four wheeling. Four wheeling is the midwest way to say it definitely yeah (laughs) Uh, i only did that once i did like it um but i had to ride on the back with a girl Uh, oh no you were riding bitch i was i was i didn't want to say it but yeah i was riding (laughs) bitch that was a cute girl though i don't know i mean there you go if i if i gotta ride bitch it's time to do it I guess so. You got a point there. Can we ride? Can we do that together? Can one of us be in the back on a four wheeler? Yes. Yes. Uh, that sounds amazing. All uh, right. Well, I'm so down for that. Okay. So I think we're. I think we will have to revisit because uh, it's it's hard to come up with a specific idea. But I think we're we want to do something nature driven. Probably camping. Maybe making a journey to. I, I do really, because I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast. I took you to one Indian mound. Yeah, yeah, if I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and then I put a nail through my foot. Yeah, because you disrespected the Indian burial ground. And I think I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, no, no really. Dis- I was playing too much. And I think, I honestly think I was maybe being a little bit disrespectful. I was romping. Because I'm serious. If you go to an Indian mound, it's... it's, there, it, it's it's not like you're supposed to sit there in reverence, right? But it's not a joke. 
It's yeah, it's not a playground. Yeah, it's people not. Died. A, it's not. Yeah, it's not a playground. This is a very important part of these people's culture. So I think mm. I was. I think I was maybe going in with the wrong mindset. I was. I was I showing know, off. You were pretty respectful. You were being Eli. You're being. Uh, yeah, you're being. Uh, uh, Eli, I guess, fun, which is like to say other people there would have been more disrespectful, but you're a pretty respectful, reverent person by nature. So it's kind of hard for you to, you know, do that. True. Um, true. Yeah. I think I really had just got cocky and I was like, hey, I can climb this thing. And <laughs> yeah. when I didn't right away, I stepped on a nail. Now, why <laughs> there were boards with nails in them, I don't know because. In all fairness, I guess the Native Americans that put the boards with nails there, that was the whoever the fuck wasn't taking care of the place. Exactly. Yeah, that was the white man for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, once again, fucking the white man. Um, but I would like to take you to, because there is one in, called Serpent Mound, which is the biggest Indian burial ground ever, and it is amazing to see. Okay. Um, so there are like a lot that I really do want you to experience because it is a super cool and apparently very Ohioan thing to do. Yeah, um, no, that sounds awesome, man. I would love to do that. I think I'm already kind of picturing it, just like a total like guys manly weekend, um, hiking, maybe fishing, um, you know, listening to country music, chewing tobacco. Uh, I'm on board. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we know we want to we want to do something like that. So I think that's going to be our. I mean, we've went on a few adventures, but I think this might be our biggest adventure. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to have to rely on ourselves a little bit, which is a terrifying thought. But that's what I'm excited <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, one other quick thing I wanted to just like kind of mention um, the uh, the idea of like uh, adventuring is um, I wanted to kind of like. Uh, encourage our listeners to seek out adventure on a more uh, daily basis because I think that's what um, you and I are all about um, and like I mentioned earlier it doesn't have to be this huge thing where you go on a camping trip it could just be you can you can go on adventures in your hometown in your neighborhood um, it's just you know doing something that you typically wouldn't do in, a, in an average day like for example something that I consider an adventure that people wouldn't but um, uh, one day me and Erica were like we were going out for breakfast on like a Sunday morning, we we got our breakfast. We were driving home. We didn't have any plans, you know, to do for the rest of the day. And we were on our way back home. We were like three minutes away from our house, and we see this sign, this like flag that says coffee on it, and it's like pointing back to a driveway, like in the middle of the woods. And behind the like behind the sign, there's like this little tiny house that I'd never noticed before, and they're advertising coffee. And you know how much I love coffee, so I'm like. Let's see what this is all about. I don't have anything going on today. I'm going to just go home and be bored. So let's stop into these people's house and see, you know, if we could get some coffee. So we get there thinking like, oh, they're going to have a cute little coffee shop set up in their uh, uh, in their house or whatever. Um, so we get there, park. There's no one there, but they have one. Of, and it is literally a house. It's a tiny little like one story house, a shack past this like long driveway in the middle of the woods. And the only reason we decided to check it out is because they had one of those like open signs like lit up in the front window and i'm like okay i'm kind of weirded out by this but <laughs> that's my whole thought see. this entire time like please don't do something dumb and irresponsible right don't do anything irresponsible but 
counter risk it and it turned out to be a great day so we end, we go inside and it's not a coffee shop but it's a coffee roaster where these people have these like huge like roasting bins set up in the middle of their you know living room essentially and they were having like an open house for their coffee roaster and there were these people there that were like from Nicaragua that like brought them beans and like apparently these people like go to Nicaragua a couple times a year to like buy these beans and bring them back and like it's super fresh coffee and had I not you know had I just kept driving by that I wouldn't have even known that there's a dope coffee roaster like a half a mile away from my house so I guess that's the reason I want to bring it up is because like you know when you think of an adventure you can go on an adventure today so do it (laughs) yeah honestly I think yeah I think that uh yeah no Mitch is totally right and I think an adventure could be something like starting a podcast or you know, yeah. do, do, doing something at least mildly, like Mitch said, that you you didn't expect to do that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it's a really cool thing. And I think like that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it, because I wanted to go on an adventure with you was basically the whole premise of the episode. But then I was also like, well, this is kind of its own adventure. So that's why I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how, you know, it has it has been a journey creating the podcast and doing it week after week after week and you know pissing off conservative white people uh, like yeah. we do and you know things like that but um yeah that's that's kind of why i want to talk about it but yeah no that's that is actually interesting side note i don't want to go on adventures typically that involve other people because i don't trust them so for example we're driving down the road uh, me and charlotte heading into uh, my hometown and uh there was a, a cardboard box on the side of the road that had the word plants written on it and an arrow. And I was like, nope. that is some Hills have eyes bullshit right there. Yes, it is. That is, yeah. that is absolutely. What does that mean? Do you have plants for sale? You want to bring you plants that there's no information on this sign. And immediately I'm like, Nope, don't trust it. Don't yeah. want to do that. But if you're like, Eli, do you want to go walk around aimlessly in the woods and maybe get lost? Maybe die. I'm like, no, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, nature's cool. People are not cool. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, don't be irresponsible, but also... Yeah, you yeah know, don't just, like... Take a risk. <laughs> yeah, don't just be like, yeah, I want to go on an adventure, and it's like, I get on Craigslist, like, adventure. <laughs> right. Let's go under the bridge and see what cool people we can run into down there. <laughs> I have seen a lot of YouTube videos of people exploring, like, bridges and drain pipes and shit. Like, don't fucking do that. that yeah, is the don't d- do that. Dumbest shit, because you do not know what is a, f- a water outlet or not. Right, yeah. I, I also I don't think we have like a children audience, so I think most of these people are adults and would be like. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna claw, climb through a drain pipe. It's <laughs> a good point. Good point. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was that was uh, kind of what we were wanting to think and talk about about adventures. So, uh, Mitch, let's let's end this one up. Uh, lately, what have you been cranking? I have been cranking. Um, there is a fella by the name of Austin Lucas um, that I've been really into lately, um, and he's another one of those uh, 
kind of like country guys. You know, I've talked about uh, you know Jason Isbell a lot. He's kind of in the same vein as Je- uh, as uh, yeah Jason Isbell, um, but he's uh, he's a newer guy. He hasn't put out too much stuff, but he put out a uh, a live album uh, in 2019 called No One Is Immortal, and it's so good. Check it out. I lo- I'm a sucker for live albums because I love to be able to like hear the crowd just like loving these songs. And even though the sound quality usually it usually isn't as good as like a you know a studio album, I think the vibe is much better. So especially this one is just so so cool. So um, yeah, check out this dude named Austin Lucas. I just kind of like stumbled across, uh, upon him and digging it a lot. Dope, dope. Um, I have been. Mine's a little bit less interesting, mainly because I don't have a lot of information. I just have my buddy show me a band called Mount Joy. Oh, I've heard of Mount Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they just they have a song called Sheep, um, and I think it's a phenomenal song. Um, I I've listened to some of their other stuff, but I guess it's just like when I'm in the mood, I want to listen to Sheep because it's just mm-hmm. a really well made song. It's just they're really good musicians. Like it's just, I, I just think Sheep is. Just, I basically I wanted this song on the What You Crank a playlist. That's basically yeah, what okay. it was. Cool. Um, which actually, have we update? Have you been able to update that recently? Uh, yeah, I think I might be a week or two behind, but it's 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 mostly updated. Okay, okay. I haven't listened yeah. to it in a while, so because I do like to check because I get uh, excited as more and more music comes in because the bigger it gets, the more interesting it becomes. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's so long now. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm going to pull it up because it's, and it's so eclectic. That's what I love about it. It Um, it is definitely all over the place. Yeah. Me and Erica were listening to music last night and she was like working on a playlist that she was like super excited about. It's just a whole bunch of like relaxing kind of electronic music. And she put a Mount Joy song on there called Rearrange Us. So that's what we were listening to last night. That was really dope. So I see what's up, Erica, listening to Electronica. Yeah, right? Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, check out Sheep. I think if you like that song, you'll you'll definitely dig their other stuff. Okay, um, cool. For sure. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you for going on this adventure with us. We'll uh, we'll wrap this up for today. Um, and we will see you next week. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. Check out the Facebook, Instagram, Knuckleball Studios, the Spotify playlist what you crank in and Be good to each other. Word up to Snoop. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much, for Snoop, for stopping by the studio, man. That was a blast. (laughs) Bye.